Hey guys, it's Dentrice here. This is a Sugar for Your Heart podcast. My devotion this morning led me to Genesis 19, where we see God moving a lot from Sodom and Gomorrah before he destroys the city. We know from scripture that two angels visited Lot and told him to get out of the city before the city would have been destroyed by the Lord. So Lot, he spoke to his family. He told his family, let us go. Let us get out of here. And they all mocked him. And in the morning, the angels actually had to hold the hand of Lot, his wife, and his two daughters and pretty much drag them out of the city. And when they were brought outside of the city, they were told to run. They were told to escape for your life don't look back the bible tells us that out of everybody who escaped out of lot out of his two daughters lot's wife she looked back and she was turned into a pillar of salt now lot's wife had every opportunity to escape turning into a pillar of salt she had every opportunity to escape her end she was well outside of the city but the light that she had behind her pulled her and caused her to look back and this you know this really has my mind going because there are times where god brings us out of a particular situation. God elevates us. He moves us beyond where we started. He places us in a place of abundance. And it may not look like what we had envisioned for ourselves, but when we consider where we are, it's better than our beginning. And we can say that this is a place of abundance. And ever so often, like Lot's wife, we look back, we begin focusing on what's behind. We begin focusing on what we left behind, out of attachment, or simply because the things or people that are behind, they were familiar. So I want to encourage you today to give thanks for where God has brought you from. I want you to recognize that it is a miracle that you are where you are. Even if where you are is not a perfect place, you don't have to dwell in your past. Your past, it served a purpose. Your past, it was a great teacher, but you can only be your best self in this present moment. And when I say dwell, I simply mean ruminating or brooding. Now, this is very different from reflection. When we reflect, we look back and we return our thoughts to the present moment. But when we ruminate, we keep going over and over and over and over again what happened back then what we should have done differently our regrets our lessons like a broken record that keeps going over and over and over in our minds and we become really stuck in overthinking we become stuck in obsessing and we become stuck in um, being fixated on someone or a situation in the past now if you find yourself constantly going back into the past if you find yourself constantly focusing on someone or something in the past that offered you comfort or someone or something that seems familiar remember that engaging in this habit is not how you live your best life. You can't change the past. You're grateful for the past. You can't embrace newness when you are attached to what is old. You can't move forward if you are stuck looking back. So I want you to first give thanks for where God has brought you from. You know where God has brought you from. Nobody else knows. Persons may know a little bit of the story, but they don't know all the details of where God has brought you from. And God has brought every single one of us, despite the charade that we put on, he has brought each and every one of us to a place where we can look back and say, yo, God is good. I want you to first give thanks for where God has brought you from. And you may want to schedule a reflection period where you schedule maybe 20 minutes of contemplation. And in that period, you're going to identify at least one lesson you gained from the past situation you are thinking of constantly. And then you're going to identify one thing that God revealed to you during that situation, during that period of your life, during that season. And then you're going to identify how what you experienced and learned from the situation can help you to live a more fully present life in the here and now. 
just 20 minutes. You may want to do it with someone or you may want to do it by yourself, whatever your decision is. After the time has elapsed, simply move on. Now, reflection is something that we should do it every single day. At the end of the day, you're reflecting on the day, you're reflecting on your wins, you're reflecting on what went wrong, what I could have done differently. But this reflection is a bit different because it's looking back at past season in your life, not the day, maybe two years ago, maybe something happened three years ago that you may want to, you know, spend some time to look back and really assess and really consider what did I learn from this? What did this reveal to me about life, about people, about God? Make the time to just engage in some positive reflection. And when you've done that, it helps you not to ruminate as often as you could. Now, we become stuck when we look back. But if for whatever reason you feel inclined or justified to look back, if you do so, please do it intentionally. And so my mind also goes to the fact that God pulled Lot and his family out of what was familiar. Now, I'm not sure if I would have been okay with leaving everything behind and just walking out in faith and just simply obeying God, leaving my full life and leaving everything and just moving on a word of God. It takes faith to do that. And faith is a muscle that is built, a muscle that is strengthened. And you know, that is how God operates. He calls us to new places. He calls us to new people. And I'm experiencing this in my life right now. He calls us to new experiences, to new places, to new moments. He calls us out of our comfort zones into zones of faith and courage to live more fulfilling lives. You know, I remember when I told God that I wanted to move beyond working in finance and move into healthcare. He led me through a very tumultuous journey of letting go of what was familiar professionally. And he led me through a process of just becoming okay with the unknown and being okay with taking a risk, a professional risk. It was the scariest period of my life. I was a mess. I was a mess. And there was a lot of back and forth on my end, just thinking about all the different factors, the pros and the cons and the implications. And there were people in my life who I trusted, whose words really did not align with what God was revealing to me. And there were times where I allowed my anxiety to get the best of me. But I eventually came to terms with taking a risk because I knew in my heart that God was leading me into a particular direction. And if he was, he would also provide for me. The moment I accepted that I am about to step out in faith and I am going to move beyond my comfort zone and I'm going to be okay with trusting God fully and I'm going to be okay with the unknown. The moment I made up my mind, an opportunity came through. And when I look back on that period in my life and I saw just how things were happening, I can honestly say, I can honestly say that God was strengthening my faith muscle. And now whenever I'm challenged to step out of my comfort zone, whenever I'm challenged to give up what feels familiar for something God is calling me to, you know, sometimes I fight a little, but I take baby steps toward a new thing in faith. I'm not sure what God is calling you to or what he's calling you from. It may be a career path. It may be a relationship. It may be a ministry. It may be a passion project. It may be a new mindset. It may be a new way of living. You may be experiencing some back and forth. I'm really encouraging you from experience to embrace the discomfort. Allow your mind to go through the conditioning. That is warming up to the idea of embracing something new. And baby step by baby step, commit to faithful acts that would lead you to fully move out of your comfort zone into a zone of faith and courage. Now, one of the hardest things for many of us is accepting that people will make their decisions and they will have to bear the consequences of their own decisions, especially if you care for them. It is a hard thing to accept. And I think about the fact that Lot could not save Lady Lot. As much as he loved her, he could not control.
control her actions. He could not stop her from looking back. He could not have encouraged her not to turn around, look back. She did what she did and she met the fate that she did because she did what she did. Even at his best, Lot had no control over his wife or how she would have responded to God's ask of not looking back. And that really spoke to me this morning because how many times do we need a reminder that we cannot control people and their responses? Guys, if it's one thing we need to place around our apartments, our homes, in our vehicles, on our vision boards, on our affirmation boards, in our offices, wherever, on our phones, is that we cannot control people. We can't. And sometimes we try to control people because we can't control ourselves or because we don't want to put in the work to focus on ourselves. Whatever our reason, please remember that we can't change and we can't control people. So today, when you find yourself trying to control and manipulate people, when you find yourself becoming triggered by someone's actions because they didn't do what you wanted them to do, ask yourself a series of why questions. Why am I triggered by this? Why do I want to control the situation? Why is this such a big deal for me? What is the worst thing that can happen to me if I don't control this situation? What is my underlying fear? And why is this my underlying fear? What am I going to do about the situation if things don't go my way? Ask yourself a series of questions. And I had to ask myself these questions last night. So I returned from a trip and I expected my loved ones and I expected Babe to throw like the biggest welcome party for me. Not a literal party, but you get what I mean. And nobody did. Everybody just was moving on with their lives. And I was really in my feelings. And I really had to pause and I really had to ask myself, Dentricia, what is going on here? What's the deeper issue here? And you can imagine that God and I, we had a little chat. This is a simple act of questioning we have to engage in with ourselves. We have to ask ourselves the tough questions when we get stuck in our feelings or when we realize that we're easily triggered by the actions of others or when we beat up ourselves because we're not able to control others and their responses. We can face disappointment and I know that's a huge fear from many of us. Disappointment, we don't know if we'll come out alive, if we'll come out totally broken and we'll never heal. We all can face disappointment. We all can handle the worst case scenario. We all will be alright even if things don't go our way so we can let go of the reins. We can let go of trying to be in control of everything. And so today I just want to remind you, the week is about to end. I want to remind you as captured in the book of Luke, remember Lot's wife. Remember that dwelling in the past and looking back is not the most productive way of living. Remember that sometimes God will pull you out of a situation and call you to a new one. You need to take baby steps in faith forward. And remember this one that I'm really struggling with these days. You can't control others and their responses. Every single person has to make his or her decisions and handle the repercussions for themselves. I'm wishing you a great week, guys. Until next week, stay sweet and stay blessed.